0: Jen. And I'm Carrie. And welcome to Warhammer 40k book club where we read from a crack. This is episode number 61 and our book is Stormcaller. I don't have the actual book by Chris Reid. It is about the continued adventures of Yarnhammer after their daring savior savior question marks the quotation marks of Rajshaka shaka from the death guard we posted several questions on our website wh40kbookclub.com and we encourage participation in our discussions via twitter our youtube our site or encrypted vox channel spoiler warning if you haven't yet read this book go to the site check out the book and the questions and then come back to this podcast as we're going to be discussing it from start to finish in great detail unlike the other book I feel like there are some plot points in here that you probably wouldn't want spoiled if you haven't read it. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Um, Especially vis-a-vis one particular character. (laughs) Um. Oh man. Did you like this book?
1: I did. I enjoyed it.
0: Once again, I liked parts of it. I have very mixed feelings on this book. I liked it more than the last book. I felt like there was a lot more going on in this one, um, but I'm not gonna lie, a lot of it did not sit very well with me. It was a bit of a struggle and I had like a lot of time in an airport to kill yesterday because I was part of that Southwest kerfuffle. <laughs> yeah. And I had trouble reading it. Like I had to go back and reread parts cause I was like, I totally did not focus on this.
1: Oh no! Like when I got to a certain part, like it was it was hard to put down. Which part? Uh, prob- I'm curious. <laughs> when you find out what happens to De Chatelaine. <laughs> I knew you were gonna like that part. So what? I didn't like did it. It, out? it so was. So what just, part stood out to you? Uh, I think I just De said the Chatelaine the because that was so out of left field. Um, I was. First of all, I oh, never... Angry. I wasn't familiar with the penitent machines... The penitent engines to begin with. <laughs> and I don't know why it shocks me that they would use, like, real people in them. Because, seriously, isn't that kind of how, like, the titans and everything goes as well, right? Uh-huh. So... Well... Um, but...
0: Yes, but the penitent engines... There is something so hateful about the penitent engines. um, Like... You and I have talked a lot about the um, sisters, the Repentia, mm-hmm. and like the Repentia, it's kind of crazy, right, where you just put on basically like a linen shift and run in to fight for the Emperor, <laughs> and if you live, great, you now can come back and rejoin the Adeptus Sororitas because you have done your penitence, and if you die, thank you for your service. You died for the Emperor. Mm-hmm. Like that, it's very melodramatic, but okay penitent engine is a whole other level of what? I really struggle with them. Because you know that I do like the Adeptus Sororitus, but the penitent engines are, that's their circus and their monkey.
1: So like, is really it typically trouble. a punishment? Or oh, is yeah. It? Oh. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, that just makes it even worse. Because um, at least at least the dreadnoughts, like, you know, that this is how they can they died once but now they can die again in service of the Emperor and um, the Titans like most of the the princeps want to be there like this is like their choice I had no idea that's
0: it's typically reserved for like the worst heretics or those who have done something just unspeakably terrible so the fact that they, now having said that there could be something, and I'm not justifying this but there could have been something behind closed doors that de Chatelaine said or did
1: I, but I think we both sincerely
0: doubt it I think we both know that the Cardinal just wanted to send a message you let your planet fall
1: but it wasn't even really that it's like he got his little retinue of sisters, who I'm pretty convinced we were brainwashed
0: I you know what I have to believe that they were
1: and I think it was like it was some yeah. comment I think that even Kalia made or somebody somebody made that they felt the the taint of um, oh what was it um, something like mind melding or not mind melding but mind uh, mind control so
0: well, uh, for me it was the comment when the, when you actually get to see it from Delvaux's point of view, and he talks about how, like, look, Naria never even bats an eye, because I am holy. Like, I don't know if it's literal brainwashing by him, or if it's more of, like, you know, the brainwashing of the, or just of the the tear. There,
1: there's, there's something, uh, just because something. someone did make a comment about it that they could sense yeah. it on them. Um, it, shit, it might have been Clave. You know, not, Might have been. not even the Cardinal, because really near the end, I couldn't tell who was really the bad person. Was it the Cardinal? Was it the Clave? Was Clave. I think it's both. Well, yeah, I think, you know, Clave is like, you know, he was kind of like the Erebus, just kind of feeding the flames there. But if the Cardinal wasn't already had tendencies toward that, I mean, I loved his. Um, his uh how he's reconciled it all in his mind because he's like you know everyone makes you know mocks me because you know i fell to these vices and he even talks about how it's unfair to punish him for these vices and he's like when when it's all there like how am i supposed to not get fat and do all these things it's like well you just don't i don't know what else to tell you so by him taking the reins here and making you know a statement that somehow reconciles the vices that he's fallen to it's like nice try buddy but he has to have
0: a justification right right but well it's but, not that i'm it's not that i'm disgustingly corrupt anyone in my position would have been disgustingly corrupt exactly and like and i think we had that conversation especially in light of like when all jeffrey epstein's connections and stuff came out right just this idea that like Apparently you just reach a level of power and wealth where it's just impossible to not be that corrupt and not be that disgusting. And this actually kind of bridges us into the question of what did you make of the Cardinal? Like when he kind of, when you kind of get that inner working of him, when he talks about he's he's like, the sisters of battle don't even blink an eye when I'm like, bring me more food, bring me wide-eyed youths, like just bring me whatever. And they just do it because I am the holy one
1: ew well but also I right, Well, I have to I have to jump back to Deschatelaine because I think what yes. he was doing there because like Sister Nuria I think it's how you pronounce her name not sure mm-hmm. doesn't matter
0: that's what I was going with
1: all right but when he's questioning Deschatelaine and he has her drag these frightened like peasants like you can't tell me that they came that that they said that on their own volition she was kicking him down the stairs basically to make him say this stuff and he was going to say anything to make it stop of course so um, i think he also was just vindictive and i think he wanted someone to blame i i think the thing is though there was clave got in his head he wanted to make a statement you know the justification for what he is and he's gonna make an example out of somebody and he didn't care how so this is how how he did it this was going to be his reasoning for taking over the planet well which they ended up not even doing
0: like i okay so let's the thing with the chatelaine was deeply upsetting to me and i was so happy in the end that she gets that little redemption arc oh my god oh that was great i i like when and it always seems to involve the wolves at some level just the surprising escalation of violence right like i think back again to uh the emperor's gift and logan Grimnar just kills that inquisitor and you're like what just happened this is the same thing right they're getting ready and then all of a sudden the penitent engine just kills him and does not stop killing him right yes like that was that was surprising but also really good and Kalya. I love Kalia and I do like when you're under is like I was kind of starting to think of them as allies right like they all and I loved I loved how angry Gunlager was about it mm-hmm. when he sees her like yeah yeah because it's, yeah. storm,
1: it's Stormcaller that has to like calm him down. It's like, we don't want to start a war, and that's probably, you know, it was really was probably the Emperor's gift. Yeah, that really kind of made me start to like the Space Wolves, and that out of all the Legions, I mean, you could say there's other Legions, but the Space Wolves really care about mortal beings. I mean, you can make the argument, yes, the Ultramarines do too, but the Ultramarines—it's not all of them, right? Because we saw it with issues with some of the Primaris. They're like, oh, they're so beneath us. Mm-hmm. And you know, Marnius is Calgar. Yes, he's very much, and this is who we're supposed to be protecting, and and all right. that. But the Space Wolves like genuinely care. The Emperor's gift. We need to kill them all because they saw this. And like, uh, excuse—they <laughs> did nothing uh, wrong. No. They just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. So we we're going to kill them all because why? Oh, mm-hmm. be- because we said so. Uh, no. And it's the same thing here, you know, because Gunlagger actually, you know, he developed like a bond with De Chatelaine. He's like, yeah, but mm-hmm. where is she? I want mean, when to talk to her and then he sees where she is, he's like, oh, you did not. Like, she didn't deserve this. Like, no, she did not do anything wrong to deserve this. She did... She did what she thought was best at the time. And even if that fails, that doesn't make you a fucking heretic. No. And
0: again, like what hit me and made me really doubly angry about it is when Olgara is talking with the people on the planet. And he's like, look, you can't fight the Death Guard. Their spores will drop down. It will make people sick and it will spread this is not cornite zerklers who yeah some people might go crazy and get corrupted or Slanesh, where you might get like a cult build up right, right? Zeen, you don't know who to trust this is contagion just pure and simple contagion and you as human beings are not going to fight this you just aren't mm-hmm. that one in particular like I was like if anyone should know this like it made me so much angrier about De Chatelaine's punishment because again he's not wrong what did you want her to do go out there and be like sorry
1: Death Guard you can't land here right and like you know because like what that one guy says like she let all those you know people that were that were infected and in. first of all she didn't know <sighs> secondly that's the kind of what the Death Guard do it's not like as soon as she gets sick you immediately like your body turns inside out you know, it's uh-huh. a slow process. And they do that it's on purpose. It's insidious.
0: Yes. They absolutely do it on purpose. Again, it's insidious. And it's meant to
1: be insidious. It just... Ugh. So angry. I was like, this is stuff. why people have problems with the church. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not just sense. the ecclesiarchy, but with the church. The, like, the even church today's church. church. I mean, I'm not saying that in today's church we make people independent and engines. But man i think i would might bail out of christianity if that was actually going on but but you know but when you have this type of corruption with the priests and people who are supposed to be like let's look at the catholic church with like the boys that they you know the I gotta pick up Catholics, huh said so why you got to pick out the catholics just because they had the biggest scandal for the most for the longest time and it was oh is that all you i mean i'll start writing your dissertation here if that's really what you want yep. no no it's true it's, it's like these people it, that are supposed wrong. to respect and it goes all the way to the bishops and then the cardinals all this is going on it's why people have trust people have trust issues and oh, it is and this is and as religious though so. as i am whenever the ecclesiarchy shows up i'm just like oh my god how are they gonna fuck this up today
0: so on one hand, bridging over to like just the Cardinal in general, I really... His chapters were the ones that I struggled with the most. Because I think I even said to you, like from the moment he's introduced, could he have twirled his mustache any harder? He might as well have shown up with a sign that said, Hi, I'm corrupt and evil. Nice to meet you, corrupt and evil. We're space wolves.
1: Um, the only thing I'll say about thing- that, though is that but he wasn't the man behind the full plan he was in many ways a he puppet. was
0: oh very much so and we'll talk about that here in a sec because i really want to talk about his enclaves relationship dynamic hmm. um not not to imply that there was like a relationship relationship i um, <laughs> maybe there was i i'm not here to judge i'm not here to kink shame um i'm just saying I... <laughs> unless unless the emperor's children are involved and then i'm gonna kink shame all the days long <laughs> yeah.
1: but like
0: flesh chairs that that deserves to be i mean ashamed, there's y'all.
1: kink and then there's emperor's children kink i mean <laughs> exactly
0: exactly that but he just and I, again i kind of understood once he starts talking about how he's like look i not only am i super powerful you will listen to me and you will respect me or be branded a heretic. And in this universe, being branded a heretic is pretty much a death sentence. Oh, it's the witch- oh. Salem witch trials. Basically, yes. And it's very, very difficult to argue with that. Like, you kind of look at him and you're like, shit. But it does disappoint me, right? Because obviously, Kalia was able to look at him and be like, no. De Chatelaine looked at him and was like no (laughs) the space wolves but the space wolves have a little bit of you know a little bit of more of a power dynamic going on to be like church really hates the space wolves I and you know that's uh, so (laughs) that's another plot point that I'm getting a little tired of I get it I get I know and I understand it is kind of what makes the wolves so interesting and fun right is that they are nobody likes them they really don't um but I got that memo. I think so, of course, when he was like, I don't care about the wolves. And, ah, I, don't care, I don't care. I don't care. We'll kill them all. I don't care. I
1: don't know. I think reboot likes the wolves. He sees probably and as
0: much as he can.
1: Well, I mean, he sees their purpose, mm-hmm. you know, and wasn't it him who said, you know, never underestimate like Russ when it comes to being smart or something like that. It was it was Reboot. like he he knows. Yep. Oh, he knows he absolutely knows
0: so you have this man who's super super powerful and is wielding just first off that's the other thing too that I'm like this is problematic when he's like oh we're just going to exterminate us, the planet you can't you're not the Inquisition so we'll call it a cleansing like we'll use a different terminology the semantics. that I, I was like holy crap that is like straight up Corruption, and you've just admitted that to the Space Wolves. Additionally, I would like an explanation. I'm going to need the Pepe Silva string map and Charlie Day to explain to me how this man is able to have an army. Because, and I'm sure it's semantics. I have no doubt it's semantics. It's not an army. It's a guard retinue.
1: But I also that have meat. salty. A little question about um, a question you know they showed up at a very opportune time um, what if like it was like they were already on their way there alright mm-hmm. so they didn't know the death guard was there so what reason were they going to use to take over the planet without the death guard there they were just going to pull something out of their asses
0: oh um, we're going to talk about that later because actually we can dive into
1: that with clave what is he looking for i have no idea and i'm dying and to know
0: is it related to what bajola was looking for definitely what the hell is going on in this planet i'll the tell one you what, thing that if was... they don't
1: cover it in hell winter gate i am going to storm chris rate's twitter <laughs> like i will be I very disappointed answers.
0: I need answers at this point So actually when they said When they were like oh okay we're leaving Roshaka Because we're going to go take on the Space Hulk I was like okay but We're not like leave leaving Roshaka Oh no no we're leaving it But y'all found stuff Like how But But that was Stormcaller's call Right Very much Stormcaller's call But and I understand too Because the Space Wolves like oh is the Ecclesiarchy Up to no good Moving on, <laughs> I don't care. All right, that's that's this is not our problem. Okay, not our circus, not our monkey. Um, uh, but like I, I need to know but, like me. I need to know, and I'm sure they're going to go into it in Hellwinter Gate because they're taking off with Clave, right? But
1: right, I, uh, uh, because, because they keep hinting because at they're the corruption on the planet. Well, right, but, but you know because they need Clave. Cause I'm pretty sure Clave has a connection to what happened to their. Uh, Very much so, their jarl. Mm-hmm. But Horter, Hjorter?
0: Hjorter, I have to ask Hodor. Do we? <laughs> no. Um. I don't know if I really care. Like, I'm gonna. I I'm do. gonna go ahead and. The answer is gonna have to be pretty compelling because right now I look at it and I'm like. Okay, I like, need to know who, who
1: killed him. This group. I need to, to what know. end. I need to I know. know who they are and why. Because when they took off like their hoods, they're like, "Do you know who we are?" And he's like, "Yeah, okay." You know, Man. I. These are things I need to know. I I care more about that. What's ever going on with Balder? Oh, Ooh. and so that one. kind of brings me around to like really. So, like, this book to me was all about hypocrisy and semantics. God. Oh, so let's no, let's talk about y'all. No, 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 kind of. Let's talk about. Stormcaller, uh, with, with the with the whole rune priest and the, uh, I mean, that Death Guard was just like, you guys say it's something different, but it's really not. And and y'all's like, nah I know better because I experienced it. It's like, well, of course you're going to defend yourself. It's semantics. And you're hypocrites. Hey, Here's the thing that I will say, and this is why I actually,
0: I totally am, I side with y'all on this. Because if you notice... It's very interesting to me that the Space Wolves, all of their psychic stuff really does revolve around like dorm stuff, right? Lightning and ice and stuff like that. Like they really only, they're almost more akin to uh, like the benders from Avatar, like the water benders, right? Like they can only really... Their, their psychic manifestation only appears in this one way whereas we've seen from the Thousand Suns and we've seen from the Death Guards, they're all over the place now maybe it's because the Space Wolves are so restrained and try to keep it so like they try to stick into one lane because they realized unlike the Thousand Suns they weren't so arrogant to be like, just do whatever you want fam, touch everything just play with everything, talk to those
1: weird creatures, it's all good I strongly believe that the, the wolves, maybe not the wolves now, but the wolves back then, they knew how dangerous the warp was, so they concentrated it for these runes, so they could only focus on the elemental aspects. That's how they control it. You know, like if you want to get into like, like, for example, like in in Marvel, you know, that reason why Thor had the hammer was to control his his abilities, to so focus. Right. It the the, the same thing here it's still semantics that you want to say like oh but we're not sorcerers yes you are you're just using it in a different way and it's just be just be like stop thinking you guys are better than everybody else because you're not you're still using the warp you're just using it in a different way just admit it to yourself what you're doing and then we can all be happy and you guys won't be such hypocrites And won't be so holier than thou. That's like my biggest issue with the Space Wolves. Who didn't use that same semantic argument,
0: though, with like the police? You guys are using guns. The murderers use guns. You're killing people. You are the same as the criminals because you're using the same weapons. You just have the semantics of a different title. It's It's the intent, right? Mm, Yeah, you could argue, I guess
1: maybe. Because Maybe you can make it, that, that argument, I don't I know. Because for one, because we can always go into intent here, as, as well. You know, with, mm-hmm. with the with the space wolves. Well, we're using it on this side, the side of the police, and the Thousand Sons are the side of the murderers. I mean, it, it's really all in how you're Maybe. using it, right? Because you be. can also say the criminals. What are they using? They they may be using fully automatic weapons. I can't name them off the top of my head, or. Whereas the police are maybe they're using their nine mils and maybe their M sixteens. More controlled right. weapons versus the criminals. Right. It's a, it's one of those things that
0: I go back and forth on because on one hand I'm like, Ugh. like is the defense of it, especially with Nyal, like is the defense of it that you are so reserved and you are so cautious of it. I love the idea of it being like the dark wolf hunting them. Right? Like this manifestation of you could have more power mm-hmm. right I guess going back to I'm sure there's a drinking game for this for this podcast by now but going back to Dragon Age the difference between the mages and the magisters right the blood magic usage where it's like one if you look at the circle very very restrained and quoting in Vivian magic is dangerous and those who forget that get hurt get burned
1: Right. I mean, it's like what skander said, you know. It, oh, yes. I mean, very much so. He's like, you know, we use the warp. We don't trust it. And it's the same thing like, right. like what Vivian was saying. Yes, we use magic. You can't trust it and you have to respect it. Right. Very much so. Same thing like guns. If you are going to, you know, go in that route, you have to respect it. You just can't right. be brandishing it about because that's how people shoot themselves in the pants like uh gosh what was that football player's name I forget he played for the Colts he was from Denver oh a guy from Denver did it too I can't oh think uh, Plexico Burris anywhere. that's who did it
0: oh no I was thinking of my husband would know this off the top of his head but there was also a very famous incident with the Bronco who supposedly shot himself in the leg um Anyways, but it is it is one of those arguments that every time I see it and I like Nyall, I really like him as a character. The Cyber Raven is
1: Okay, the Cyber Raven is amazing. I'm not saying I don't like Nyall. I like I, I like him. I, I totally know why he's there. I totally understand his point of view. He's just being stubborn. And it's because like this is the way that it that they've been taught. Like it's not his fault. It's just the way that I think this happened since Nikaia they had to really set set their ways. Like I, I I'm happy to blame everything on um There because I hated him and I was so happy when Ariman ripped his soul out of him and tossed it to a demon because seriously that guy was such a tr- I do I have very little patience for um, people who betray confidences and that just killed me with There. So I disagree wholeheartedly with you on
0: that. Because I, I actually hate the Thousand Sun. Mm-hmm. But having said that, it is very interesting when Y'all says that oath breakers are lower than beast. I mean so I, I agree actually, with him. I, I actually have I agree with him too, but I actually have to give you a point in your argument's favor there with that one. Because dude, that was an oath broken. Having said that, the thing about, y'all, and this is the part where I understand where he's coming from, is that when you look, when you look at the Death Guard guy, right? My, oh my gosh. The mycelite.
1: Mycelite. Mycelite.
0: Mycelite. Almost said myceline like it's a chemical. But when you look at the oh. mycelite. <laughs> <like, laughs> pretty much. When you look at him, right? And he's just disgusting and corrupted by the warp. And he's like, we're like the same thing.
1: <laughs> no. I, right i mean no i mean again it's almost kind of like the police versus the criminal right we're exactly the exactly. same
0: no no not so much uh, no there's some there's some yeah <laughs> there's some nuance here maybe that we're forgetting but no, i hear you and i feel you on that and it is a little y'all what did you
1: think of y'all letting them escape did he let them escape Pretty much, Or did he decide it's not worth his time? Well, remember when he's
0: like, when he has them call off the guns because Callie is looking at them. Like, oh, we sense a ship leaving you. And he's like, don't, don't shoot them. And then he kind of like does the math and he's like, we could shoot them. Like we could just be like, oh, whoops. But he's like, Ugh, I just can't. Like, I, I find it so interesting with the Space Wolves in general that there is this like, this rebelling against authority, right? And this chafing against the rules and this very much like dogs, right? I mean, they very much are kind of like animals. I found that very interesting with you but also I did like that. He was super fallible. I was actually thinking that maybe he sent Balder in there because he knew that something was going to happen, but when he's like, okay, I messed up there. Right. When he says that I was like, Oh shoot he's not infallible. I mean, not that I thought he was infallible, but you know what I mean. Like, I guess I kind of expected him to be a
1: little... wiser? I don't know. I would have 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 expected him to be more arrogant about it and be like, I didn't make a mistake. Like, y'all, someone else done messed up, you know. uh, But I appreciated that he owned up his mistake. I find...
0: The Cardinal's reaction to Niall very interesting. I did like that he got a little scared about him at that one point. Right. Especially when Gunlager nearly kills him and he just grabs Gunlager and that's when suddenly the Cardinal's like, "Oh. Like I was just sassing this guy." Mhm. I always find that particular dynamic a little weird because as he said, he's like, "Look, we're the we're the Emperor's Angels to them, we're supposed to be at least." Right. And the Cardinals, no. I just... Y'all surprises me. Every time he shows up in a story, I'm always like, hmm. he has more depth than I expected, I guess. Wasn't
1: well, that, Before like, the big secret, like, with some of the space wolves, though? I mean, like, look at, you know, Ragnar, Black Mane. You know, uh, even Lucas, the trickster. He a has... A lot more depth to them. That's probably all going to be, like retconned
0: but i think a lot of stuff with lucas over the years has probably been
1: retconned though to be fair um which i i mean but thorpe kind of tapped into it too with ashes of prospero that there's a little deeper side so i kind of hope that maybe you know that aspect will stay uh right But yeah, but but there's also another example about the Rebellionist Authority and that what Lucas always does is why he's never been promoted to a Grey Hunter even though he's like I'm perfectly happy with what I'm doing here that I'm basically training these blood claws to move up and then y'all kick me out because I keep playing pranks because I can't help it and I go somewhere else and then fix those blood claws so there is a, a like you said the idea of rebelling because isn't that what happens with wolf packs anyway? the the wolves grow up, they leave form their own packs otherwise you get like a whole bunch of inbreeding (laughs) (laughs) there is that too so let's
0: talk about the mycelite was that what you were expecting when he kept me either, I was not expecting it to just be like a guy just like a dude also wasn't expecting it to be a Terran. I don't know what it is. But whenever I find out that one of the traitor marines was one of the Terran born, I'm always like,
1: like so disappointed in you. Right, we expect it from the other planets but not the Terrans. Because you guys well, literally walks with the Emperor. And like when Vorks talks about that, when he's like look,
0: if you were on Barbarus, you right. were loyal. Period. And I get that.
1: Yes, but- 100%. The Terrans, I'm like, oh. I mean, That's... they're not all like Astalon from the Dark Angels who the lion just tosses aside, because then you understand that. <laughs> yeah.
0: And you understand, yeah, there's a lot of the kind of that kind of stuff where you're like, mm, kind of getting it here, guys. Yeah, but you would think I'm... that
1: he'd side with Garrow, but, you know. You would think
0: so. But he had a lot of information to impart, which makes me like the death guard every time Chris Wright has a death guard character I just like the death guard even more and more he's definitely using some sorcery when he's talking to Balder but he had uh, yeah. just a lot of it reminded me a lot of Interview with a Vampire um, hence like it really reminded me of that because he just had a lot of information to impart didn't he? and all these opinions I think my favorite little nugget that he threw out when, is when he was like we don't lie The Death Guard. It's an old habit. Like, we're here to win the war, not small battles with tiny little falsehoods. Mm -hmm. But I did like when he's like, "We left the lying to other legions." It was like, "Oh, really?" I think we know who you're pointing at. Uh, with that, kind of made me wonder too. Um, with uh, alfarius that when he said that he didn't like Rogaldorn because he didn't lie, and he's like, "How can you trust a dude who doesn't lie?" Um wonder how they felt about the death guard i just kind of want mike brooks to write an entire book about alfarius giving his opinion on every single one of his brothers and their legions and we got some we got some we did but i would like but like there were some that were notably missing and i would have liked yeah, to have I've, had
1: gosh you know as much as i love reboot gulliman i've made no bones about it i love like alfarius i know right I loved Alfaris's assessment of Gollum, and it cracked me up because I can't argue with it. Can't even remember what it was now. Oh, I'm sure I remember it was funny. I'm sure I wrote this down in my notes. <laughs> Probably because I was laughing so dang hard. Continue. Oh yes. Okay then. Um, I liked that
0: though, and I liked like I liked when he talks about like when he's explaining with the wolves and he's like you guys are using the same magic we are all made of warp stuff it is horribly hypocritical because we're all made of this and surely you feel this like we're all the same people and he's like that's why Nikea was doomed to fail but I love I don't know why but I always love when the traitor marines just start dropping heresy era information to the modern marines like you know like at Nikea which of course Baldur is like what the hell is he talking about because he doesn't know what a Nikea is. does not the council of Nike is No. Why would he? But I like. Right. Exactly. But I like the way that he's talking about it. Like you know. Like, and I don't know if it's because he's basically flaunting. Oh, like
1: I didn't write it down.
0: I don't. I don't know if it's he's flaunting this information that he has that nobody else has, or if he's just he doesn't know that they don't have it, or he just doesn't care. He's just like meh. IK, I, never, I don't give a crap if you know what I'm talking about. Probably the latter there. I was... I was very disappointed that it was a wolf ship. I did like when he's like, I like the name Fester X. That's a nice name. But that's not the ship's original name.
1: I kind of like that reveal. I was like, oh, didn't see that coming. It made me so sad.
0: I know that it... There's a lot of traders that fly on previously not traitor ships but I always get sad when they reveal they're like
1: oh yeah this encrusted Hulk used to be one of yours I'm always like well it's not even just that it's like when he like pulls back the curtain and you see just yes. the bodies they're still hanging <sighs> there with their souls are still in place and yeah they're manipulating them to fly the hulk that's just great
0: so awful. So awful. I'm um, so awful. I, I don't, I I still don't know how I felt about that. I did like though, when Balder re- realizes it and when he's like, when the mycelade is like, why do you think it's been calling to you? And he's like, oh, right, right. Um, by the way, I was like, I know that you have this quote somewhere you had it in your Primark Pilgrimage article. Uh, Gulliman has a tendency to put the hackles of others up due to his belief that not only has he solved the problems of warfare, but that he can write it down while he does so. <laughs> Pretty much. And Spacebook says that acknowledgement is bad. But, moving on, um, I don't know why, but because the ship's like, I think it's because of the the whole thing of like, you know, in the grim dark future, so much has been lost, never to be regained. Like that ship is irreplaceable, right? And you guys turned it to crap,
1: like literally. Well, oh, it's a death guard. They turned everything to crap. It's true. and you merged it with Wraithbone. It's, it's like, like she- they got the reverse Midas touch. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. they have uh
0: yeah, like not a green thumb. Or I guess I actually, agree oh it is kind of that's a green a thumb. Really bad one, yeah. yeah. Um, but that like, but the Wraithbone too. Like, I don't even like Wraithbone. I, I'm a little. It's a little bit of a trigger issue for me after reading the um, Fabius Bile series. I'm kind of like, mm. but yeah. When they showed like the dying Wraithbone, even then I was like, oh, that's sad
1: guys I mean, to be able to make Wraithbone die that's amazing right congratulations you figured out a way to kill it
0: I did also like when he talked about seeing the goddess chained and then Balder is like oh oh I did see the goddess chained too hmm. that's always one of those really really awful little tidbits about Nurgle that hits me in a weird feel place where I'm like okay I don't know what you're talking about And of course now that we're talking about this I can't think of her name, it's like Ish Isha or Ish Something, somebody will have the name for me But it's um, the goddess of life From the Eldari He has her Chained, Nurgle has her chained In his garden and tests his Diseases and stuff on her Hmm. And basically kills her and then Like Prometheus She then Reheals and he just keeps doing It to her, it's awful okay that's huh all right i'm so happy that i just imparted this little now you can keep that little chestnut in your brain too and every now and then be like you know because i actually meant to ask you about that i was like what are they talking about here <laughs> yeah okay. he has her chained up which is the most miracle thing to happen
1: you know when papa e was like burning down the garden why couldn't he just set her free?
0: Seriously, well, she's an Eldari goddess, so I'm sure he's just like, yeah, no. set her free. <laughs> Not my problem.
1: And she owes him a favor.
0: That could be actually. Um, oh, it is just Isha. Uh, uh, so Nurgle rescued her from Slanesh, and then just oh. imprisoned her. <laughs>
1: rescued her.
0: Yeah. Out um, of the
1: frying pan and into the fire.
0: I think I think more of uh from Megamind I wouldn't say rescued, more like under new management. <laughs> like, whoops. Yeah. And um again, it's something it's one of those little details that's oh 40k. It's just so 40k and it's so yeah. awful. Let me ask you this. Is the Traveler still coming? <laughs> I mean, Typhus doesn't strike me as the type of guy who's going to be like, Oh, did they miss that planet? Never mind. Not not worth my time. I mean, when you're like, when you got that guy going, the Traveler is coming. Like, I bet it not, and not goes or
1: the Traveler, the, you know, Typhus. I oh, know. I'm guy. already thinking the state best marshmallow man, so.
0: Wait, mm-hmm.
1: That would arguably be better than Typhus? Cover everything in sticky marshmallow goo. I mean, still kill everything, but... And to be fair, is it really that different than Nurgle? It's going to be
0: sticky, it's going to be gross in a few days. Kind of snotty feeling. I mean... A lot of flies showing up right? and rats. Mm. Oh, gross. Ants. That is how you get ants. Do, do you want ants? That is definitely how you get ants. That's how you get warp ants. <laughs> nobody wants warp Nobody wants Nurgle ants. Um. Nobody wants anything with Nurgle. But they keep hinting. I feel like the series keeps hinting that there's a secret on the planet of Rashaka.
1: And well, yeah, that's what everyone's going after, and that's what I need to know in Hellwinter Gate. And that Typhus seems awfully interested in it. I did like how the um Myselite called Typhus by his first name. Did you notice that as well? Yeah. And I have to say, you know, if it wasn't for Luther, I wouldn't have known what he was talking about. But, yeah. That was a, uh, yeah. It's like, oh, you guys were friends. You guys, yeah. You guys weren't, you were not some,
0: just some subordinate Death Guard dude. You guys were friends. You wasn't, know this man.
1: But wasn't Typhus also... Uh, Taryn
0: Th- that goes back and forth uh, Skywatcher Adept this is a call to you my friend because I would have sworn years ago that I read that he was Taryn but then I would have sworn there's another story that says he's Barbarin. so
1: I thought claim- I remember reading in Flight of the Eisenstein that he was Terran. that's one reason why he had no loyalty to yes. Mortarion correct
0: I thought I remember reading that too but there is a book, I'm pretty sure, that says he's from Barbarus. Um, I think that underwent a retcon or a change. And I don't know if it was an intentional retcon or if it was like one author was like, he's Terran. And another was like, nah, he's Barbarin, And they were just like, we're going with Barbarin. I don't actually know because you're very much correct because Vorks also kind of hints at that when he talks about how he's like, look, this is why we don't like Typhon because if you were from Barbarus, mm-hmm. yeah, and it would actually make sense for him to be Terran, along with this dude who was Terran. I did like when he was a little smug about it when he was like, "I was born on the Throne World." You weren't. <laughs> it's like, oh, weird flex, but okay, right? Kind of a strange thing to be smug about. Um, well, but I think I think this just makes me more curious. What the hell is going on on that planet? Oh I, I did have also
1: questions.
0: I did like when he was like, oh by the way, something big's coming and it's gonna start Acadia. Because this book was written in what, 2014,
1: 2016? Alright, so the War Warhammer forty K Wiki says he's from Barbarus. Okay. I call shenanigans.
0: We all. I would have sworn oh please. Do, 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 do. Is that the one where they usually have? By the way, I will say that Terminus Est is like a badass name for a for a ship. Like, I love. I generally love a lot of the names. Like Vengeful Spirit is an amazing name for a ship.
1: <laughs> is I like death good
0: ship names. <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
1: I is but death I, is death.
0: I absolutely love that. Just amazing. Um, I will have to look and see, or maybe, hold on.
1: Okay, well, according to this, Typhon possessed the blood of the mutant Psyker warlords that had ruled the planet before being defeated by Mortarion. Maybe that's why he hates Mortarion. Hmm.
0: Okay, I had to go to the, because I was like, I know that this is out there somewhere. Um, Lexicanum says, Typhus was originally said to have been born on Barbarus, but the lion, uh, the novella by somebody, mentions he practiced as a librarian in the Dusk Raiders Legion before Mortarion assumed control and named it to Death Guard. This implies he must've been from Terra. However, the short story, Demonology, mentions Mortarion spent an unspecified time on Terra between being rediscovered by the emperor and assuming command. So it's possible that he could have come from Barbarus. Let's see. Oh, and then the novel The Buried Dagger again rewrites Typhon's backstory by putting him as a native of Barbara's and being a human overlord hybrid.
1: Right, that's, I, that's, what, that's what this is saying. Which I actually
0: friggin' hate that whole idea. And yeah, so there's also a bunch of retcon about whether or not he's a he was a psyker or a librarian before all of this happened. So, you know what? He's just officially the Joker. His backstory is multiple choice.
1: He's the Joker. Does that mean that it, there's three of them?
0: No. Deep and cut, It also means that Jared Leto. Deep cut DC jokes. Yes. Deep cut DC anger. It also does not mean that Jared Leto will ever play him. Don't at me. Florida Joker is not a thing. Anyways.
1: So, moving See, on. now I lesson. really want a Florida typhus. <laughs>
0: Isn't that what he already is? I just. Have you ever been to a swamp, y'all? I actually have not. I have. Spent a lot of time down there as a kid. So. I have never been to Louisiana. Oh, well, you're not missing much. Um, but yeah, all you have to do is go alligator fishing or catfishing once. And you're good for the rest of your life. From swamps. Well, no, gator
1: is tasty. Gator's delicious, guys.
0: But swamps are gross. So, really, kind of whenever they describe the Death Guard, I just picture this one area we used to
1: go to. Not important. Are no. you saying that they're like walking swamps? I mean, it checks out. They're kind of swamp people. That explains, Let's, that explains why you like them.
0: shoot it kind of does. Actually, I'm not gonna lie. I was kind of down with the description of the Mysolite when they talk about him looking kind of reptilian and when he sits down, he's like he's kind of like a toad. I was like, this is all working for me. I, I just like the way Chris Rait writes them. He really does make them. I don't like them. I don't support them. They're disgusting. I don't like them. Like I'm not like, yeah, go Death Guard, but <laughs> because they're against the Emperor and they are bad. Okay, but I just find them fascinating and I love his take on them. However, let's talk about the wolves now. Do you like Ingvar more or less as a protagonist after this book or is it? he's mostly the protagonist? They're kind of um, it's kind of split.
1: I do like him and that just that he's just so loyal. Um he's so loyal and at the same time he's so focused which can make him seem like he's not loyal because he is so focused. yeah um, I think he's got too much of the death gu- death guard death watch in him right and he keeps you know looking to Callimachus's um, council instead of the wolves uh so do i think the ultramarine would do what he's doing yes 100 percent. and the ultramarines they'd be kind of pissy with it they might send him on it but when he but as long as it wasn't totally breaking the codex they might be okay it depends on what was going on marcus
0: would have asked for within the ultramarines i think the ultramarines would have like argued the case for permission i don't think they would have been like peace we're busting our buddy out of jail, even
1: though he should definitely be killed. Technically, Ingvar did ask permission. He told Gunnlogger what he was going to do, and Gunnlogger could have stopped him, and did not. That is
0: true, but he even
1: says he's like, "Look,
0: y'all is there will be no forgiveness for this, right?" Um, it's interesting to me that they basically choose to become that tight brotherhood over this. It's like their brotherhood was kind of shattered, and then they decide to basically break all the
1: <laughs> together um, in the name of Balder. For Balder, yes, exactly. Which, and I may change my mind about everything, like in the third book when it's revealed, like really what Balder. Balder, I'm really kind of tired of them dancing around what he is, what his powers are. Okay, yes, Space mm-hmm. was like, oh, it's sorcery. Well, apparently it's not entirely, you know. Right. You guys also call every little thing sorcery. So let's... That's, that's just, true. That, that, let's just calm down there. But, um, I mean, it turns out that, you know, he's like, I don't know, got some possession going on. I, I don't know. I, everything might change depending on how I feel. I have this feeling that Hellwinter Gate will... Uh, since they're trying to get redemption forgiveness for what they're finding to come back has this big feeling Baldur's not going to come back with them one way or another
0: I agree with you and I'm kind of with you like I was very interested in the first book I was very interested in the second book I found the whole scene with the mycelite fascinating when he was nowhere and everywhere mm-hmm. he trolled the ship and he could feel that and the mycelite was like this is what you're for like i've never seen anything like this you're like you're very rare this is super awesome and i'm like that's cool but my first thought was didn't we go through the song and dance last book with will he be corrupted will he be saved um if we end up having to do the whole will he be corrupted will he be saved in the third book i will be a little grumpy
1: i just need someone to define the relationship here because i'm just so sick and tired of you know that one librarian was like do they not know what you are well can you enlighten the rest of the class please (laughs) would you care to tell everyone and then my was the same thing he's like this is what you're meant for this is what you're supposed to do okay what what does asking that, for a friend what does that mean right and I did like when
0: he had the thought where he was like I am awakened um all I thought of was Dune father the sleeper has awakened um if at some point they decide that he is the Kwisat Hatterach I will both be angry and very excited at the same time um like all of a sudden he yells at one of the Sisters of Silence or something like that. I don't know. Um, but Dune references that I don't get. Sorry. It's fine. I can't believe you haven't even seen the movie.
1: Um, really? we are going to have this discussion? You're shocked I haven't seen a movie? Fair. It
0: sounds weird when you say it that way though. Like I should have known.
1: Um, except that true story we discovered there is a movie i have seen and she has not over the weekend all right which one was it again i think it had colin firth in it bridget jones diary oh yes yes because i did not enjoy the book um
0: but that was actually kind of cool oh look at that <laughs> proud of you i i like i hope they just lean into it and he figures out like what are you what are you what do you do Who, what, when, where, why, how? I I just need to know all of these things. The five W's here. I I don't want to tiptoe around it anymore. I want to know what's on the planet. I want to know what's...
1: So, this is the time I want to know what's in the suitcase that glows. Yes. (laughs) Well, and here's the thing, and I'm going to actually lean on...
0: I'm going to lean on an analysis from the Scream series. The third entry of the series is always supposed to be about revelations typically we go back to the beginning and we discover something that we took for granted and we discover was never true right like we have to go back and do that big revelation and when you look at most horror movies when you look at most movie trilogies there is that thing when you go back and i i need that to happen in this i need to know what's happening on the planet i need to know why typhus is so very interested in this and i need to know what's going on with balder I still like Balder as a character. Yes. I was so crushed when he st- when he was like talking with the mycelite and he's like, oh, I know what to say. Right. That crushed me. So then when he was like, oh, whoa, no, 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 no. My boy Balder. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what I'm gonna like, I need, I need to know, like, it needs to be something really super important and super impactful. Like, if they get down to Hyodor and they're just like, yeah, this one group, they really hate space wolves, and, um, they're killing them off slowly but surely. That's it. i will be a little disappointed. Me too. I, I think I, tr- I trust Chris Wright way more than that.
1: Again, you can see the evolution of his writing. Well, right, and we've also had some time since Stormcaller- yes released for and Hellwinter gate Mm -hmm. many many years so he's had some time to at least think on the answers to these questions right
0: if it ties into lords of silence somehow well that'd just be the icing on the cake wouldn't it 10 out of 10 book of the year i don't care about any of the other stuff like if (laughs) forks shows up or gets mentioned i'm just gonna be like i don't care about anything else boy Vork's unless forks dies in which case chris wright wouldn't do that to me he wouldn't do me dirty like that i'm pretty
1: <laughs> sure there's gonna be dirty. a sequel
0: to lords of silence that would mm-hmm. be awesome actually um yeah he wouldn't anyways i can't handle that here's the thing though like Will Vengeance for Hyodor, will that undo this treachery? Because it is basically treachery, even though Njal kind of lets them go. I think it depends what
1: happens with Balder. to be perfectly honest.
0: Probably does, because he says, he's like, their names will be erased from the sagas. These guys are basically dead to us. They're a renegade now at this point. Right. That's going to make things hard. But here's the
1: bigger question for me, too. Do you think Kalia will go along with their renegade status? Yes. Yes. Because uh, she kind of wanted to go renegade. She was ready to throw down with that cardinal. Like early on, it was De Chatelaine who was like, No, no. We is- don't want to get
0: involved with that. Right.
1: He is the one in charge, he is the most holy. Mm-hmm. But when Calia found out what happened to her, like that was it. Well, that, and she was already getting kind of irritated because she couldn't find De Chatelaine. No one mm-hmm. would tell her where she was. And so she just happens, you know, to give that special earbud. To I did like that. And I liked that Your under kept it
0: mm-hmm. and that it came in. I also really appreciated that it came into play. Um, and I just, I kind of need more sisters and wolves fighting stuff.
1: I also really liked that Calia at the end was like, this is the order of the wounded heart.
0: It is. Contr- it, this ship is under control of the wounded heart. hmm
1: she started to say fiery not. tear and she's like that nope wounded heart nope
0: nope we're not doing any of that anymore those people are dead I did like that um, I'm, I'm only passingly interested in what happens now with that ship because she says she's like okay now the ship's coming into orbit there's going to be a big conversation here how did a penitent engine kill a cardinal kind of a big deal where's the cardinal's dude clave like there's going to be some questions they're not going to be able to just bamf away from this and be Where like... Where did they get these exterminatus bombs? sure the minister will be like, Pretend I didn't see that. I mean, it's I Ministardum, mean, right? Like, they don't care. Just and make it all go away. Right? Just find another cardinal, put him in charge, and... We need to get... Moving K- on with our lives. We need to get Callie in touch with the Inquisitor right get her out there and be like so there's some weird stuff going on i that's my big thing i like i got to the end of this book and my big thing was i have a lot of questions i need answers to i think i think that was the
1: go ahead i think my biggest disappointment with the book was that i don't is that we don't know what clave was looking for that was i at least wanted that answered
0: at least a hint Other, I mean we know that he was looking for data cores we know that he was looking for information but on what and they keep hinting that there is some like ancient corruption on this planet they had hinted that when they were talking about that one gaudy structure right but I need more information and I think that was I don't like when you end a book and it's like well now I just have more questions than I went in with if I wanted that I'd just watch the Matrix movies well and it's not it just it feels like like a rage or halo 2 or something that just ends on a Edward. <laughs> da- sorry halo two. i'll bring up i'll i'll pull off that scab um like right it's so clearly a cliffhanger it's so clearly wait for the next book like if we had read these when they first came out i might be grumpy about it right this has been a long time um I'm not a fan of books that end like that, so I think that was probably my biggest frustration getting to the end of this book, right? I need mean, I, I have questions. <laughs> when are we going to get the the answers to this?
1: Well, not for a little bit because we're reading another book first before Hellwinter Gate. That is true, and I'm actually really
0: excited for that because we are diving back into the world of Warhammer Crime with Grim Repast. Um, I'm excited about it. Me too. Uh, we need some more Grim no- Noir. It has been a long time since a crime novel came out. I know that we have a short story coming up for
1: our Inquisitor level Patreon. Um, right. I mean, we got tons of short stories, but I need
0: these. I need a novel. And I really am getting excited about this is a Quillen Drask novel. Um, The one that we had read by Chris Raitt was also going to be a series about this detective. So this is... I'm excited and this is such a superficial note, but this is very similar to the Chris Wright one, too. I really like the blue with mm. the low investigator and the lone light. With the blood. Oh, lots of blood.
1: Um, and this is a new one. I author. like okay. the sanguinea statue, because he's judging everybody. Yes. I
0: really like the style of this. I am just generally very excited for it so this is going to be and it'll be good after reading some space Wolves before we drive into hellwinter gate finally yes i'm finally going to crack open me beautiful box (laughs) well i've cracked let's let's be clear i have cracked it open many times right um i need to actually read the book um next time we'll make sure it's not a trilogy before we get all excited
1: (laughs) we'll do we'll do some more research
0: a little more research well I was like, I had, I haven't heard of Chris
1: World, World uh, Chris Rate Space Wolves books, just because it's been a spell, right? I mean, we knew he wrote some battles novels, but yes, you know, yeah,
0: not quite, yeah, not quite like that. Oh my goodness! So yes, definitely join us. Unfortunately, there's not an audio version of this, but definitely join us for this. And then after that, I think actually we
1: might we're gonna do Hell Wintergate or. Or Ooh, Twice Dead King, our truce, mm. and there so. will be an audio
0: version of both of those. I think so.
1: There you go. Um, very exciting. Do you want to take us out, Carrie? I sure will. So, thank you for listening to the Warhammer Forty K Book Club episode regarding Stormcaller by Chris Ray. Oops, wrong book. They all look the same. They're all blue. <laughs> uh be sure to join us for our next book next book grammar passing i'll grab the right book by mark collins Uh, we are an unofficial book club not affiliated with the black library or any of its affiliates you can find both the vidcast and podcast on our website wh40kbookclub.com if you like this episode please like subscribe give a review and all those things to the vidcast on youtube or the podcast anywhere you get podcasts don't forget we also have a Patreon where we offer two different tiers of content for your viewing and listening pleasure. You can learn more about that at patreon.com wh40kbookclub. Our site also has articles about our adventures in reading other Warhammer 40k books and short stories outside of the book club books. So please stay a while and read from a crack. Good night, everybody. Good night.